I'm Ashley. I'm Valencia. And I'm still here. <laughs> and, and we're self-misguided. Clearly. Uh, so as you... <laughs> so, as you can tell, Danielle is still here. We are actually recording a bonus episode. Um, Valencia sent me something earlier this week with a bunch of September prompts questions. And we're going to go through and answer and joke through them. There's... 30 questions here, so this is probably like a four and a half hour long episode. <laughs> and it'll be our bonus episode to start September out because we definitely want to start dropping a bonus episode here or there whenever we have the time to get together like this and batch record. And now that we're both one Alani new into the day, oh. Oh, that reminds me, poor Jill, I'm so sorry. She was like, I mentioned that I wanted to find the orange dreamsicle with the dream pop flavor. That's the one I haven't tried yet. Me either. Um... Maybe I'll have to buy a case, and I, between the three of us, we can try. I really yeah. like the Kim K ones. It's oh, me too. This it's, is it's in my top three. I literally books. opened my fourth case of them today. Oh my gosh! Um, I'm still working through my first one. No, I bought a case. And I've That's the it. only flavor I've drank since it's come out. Oh yeah, I have like three different flavors. So yeah. Um, but we were talking about. It and I told Ryan that, and Jill goes, "Oh, I want to try those." Well, Jill is like anti-energy drink for a good reason. Um, and I was like, oh, they're energy drinks. She goes, uh, never mind. Oh. I wish they made a version without the, the, the caffeine. Because I actually oh, just yeah. like the taste that much. Well, like, don't get me wrong. These have caffeine in them. But a lot of the energy comes from all the B vitamins. Um, but I was telling her about the premixed coffees and how you really like them. Because she does drink coffee. Oh, and I yeah. bet she'd like those. But. <clears throat> you know what I just realized? We made it through our entire last episode we recorded without dissing Alan. Oh, Yeah. I don't like that. <laughs> <laughs> so Ryan has two stepbrothers, Caleb and Cody. And we all got together last weekend because Cody is moving. And Caleb walks in and he goes, if it isn't self-misguided herself. And before I even commented, Jill is like, Valencia's not here. Aww. And I was like, wait, you listen? And he was like, yeah. Now out of Ryan's stepbrothers, Caleb is my favorite to make fun of. And I was like, now that I know you can listen, I can make fun of you on the podcast and know it's going to reach you. Nice. So, it's so intimidating because Danielle is just sitting here recording me. She's like, I, know, I was going to go back and forth. I was literally rubbing my eye. Oh. Our marketing manager over here. Yeah, the cat is the... Yeah, that's just going to be my entire video is the cat. <laughs> So, we have really great approaches to today's episode because Valencia went through and you wrote down answers. Yeah, to I most of them. reading most of these for the first time. <laughs> my, no, my brain does this thing where I'm like, it could be an easy question, like, what's your name? And I'd be like, uh... <laughs> <laughs> Can you spell that for me? <laughs> I'd be like, no. what's your favorite food, what's your favorite drink? I'm like, I've forgotten everything that exists. Well, like, I have never eaten a thing before my <laughs> I'm like one of those people, though, if I have to call the doctor's office or have to call somewhere, I will write down my name, my birthday, my social security. Like, I have to write everything down because they'll ask me. I'm like, uh, like, I seriously, my brain stops working. So. so, yesterday I called it in Chinese food, and I just pressed the little phone button on their website. We usually order from the Web City location. Yeah. So, after I ordered, she's, like, confirming. She's like, this is at the Joplin location. And I was like, uh, oh. And then I was like, oh, that's fine. So, that's, like, probably, like, your worst nightmare. Seriously. <laughs> No, I like even for that, I'd have to write out my order. No, sometimes Ryan is telling you he wants Azra on the phone, or I'm telling Ryan when he wants Azra on the phone. Alan's one of those people, I, I'll make him do all of the phone calls while ordering. I usually do that. But like, he cannot 
comprehend. Like, if he's on the phone with someone, I can't talk to him. He, like, he'll, he'll literally look like this. And I'm like, you wanted me to order. Like, I don't know. So, he's like me, too. I, we cannot do... We don't think fast enough for you, so... You're always four steps ahead. Right? Yeah. <laughs> In a bad way. <laughs> All right. So, let's jump into this. Question number one. What are your September goals? Oh, I want to get in a really good routine because we're starting preschool. I know. Oh, I'm so excited. Um, I'm going to continue 75 hard and hopefully not fail it. And You will not fail it. Manifest I, yeah. positive things. Yeah. And um, I really want to go to that podcast festival. <laughs> That's oh, like, I'm not going to go to that. Stop. I'm kidding. Aww. I, 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 t- I need tissues. No. Sorry. <laughs> Why? Because it's we the stuff is starting like that Monday. Oh, okay. So I had a yeah. feeling it was. It well, was I guess I can just cross that one off. So I'm not going to list. Really, really unfortunate <laughs> timing for that. Sorry. It's okay. I'll take Jill. Yeah, we'll probably go with you. <laughs> no, wait, wait, no, no, no. She babysits. <laughs> hey, we'll take him. He's fine. <laughs> He's what are your September goals? Well. What are my September Other than goals? let me down. <laughs> my, my September Sorry, goals <laughs> are to survive because like our big event is the week, like it's literally the weekend of Theodore's birthday and the following weekend is his birthday party. So survive and not break down when my baby turns one. Mm-hmm. Is that okay? Yeah. Um, it's crazy. Let's see. What are my other goals? Not get pregnant this month. <laughs> At the gym the other day, uh, Danielle and I were talking. She goes, "Do you have birth control?" I was like, "Yeah, I'm absolutely not just like hoping well, and praying." Well, I'm episode, gonna... She's like, "You know, if I have five or six, yeah, I'm just gonna keep having him until yeah, I but like every anymore. year, like... but I'll, I'll every year and a half to two years is when I'll start trying to get." Okay. Um, I don't know. Ryan and I are on like the super budgeting thing, so probably stick to our budget. A... Clean out my closet. Clean out mm. my closet is my big goal because I've convinced him to. It started with, oh, I'll just buy some stuff from Ikea. That's not what I want. That's not what I want. So now I've convinced him to custom build in our closet. Yes. And, like, we're, I think we're going to paint it, like, get velvet lining for, like, the shelves for the jewelry back lining. So it'll be, like, the oh whole nine gosh. yards. It's obviously, like, six months down the road because I have so much work I need to do ahead of time. Like, we'll have to finalize the designs, get all the measurements, get the stuff cut, painted. But I need to clean out my closet first. When you go through your clothes, you call me. I know. I well, I'll just pile them all over until you guys can go through them. Okay. Yeah, all right. I won't get rid of them until you guys go through them. Yeah, that's my big goal. Clean out my closet. So, <clears throat> do you have any September goals? Um, Mine, just like little things. Like, I, this isn't a good example since I'm drinking a pop. But I did was doing really good. I didn't have a pop or an energy drink for a month. I was, like, actively going to the gym. And I feel like the last couple months, like... I've just been kind of thrown out of my routine, so I haven't been going to the gym as much, haven't been eating as well. So those are just habits that I want to try to adopt again. Yeah. I'll send you my gym schedule this week. Okay. Um, but yeah. Number two, are you competitive, Valencia? See, I feel like this could be like a yes and no. Like I'm, I don't feel like it could, but okay. Because <laughs> you could take it like super simple, like board games, like yeah, I'm competitive, but like in a good way, like happy. But like... When I do take it, like, am I competitive with, like, other people? I want to say no. Like, you are. I'm cheering on, like, everyone. Well, I don't... Okay. But not, to like... cheer everyone on, and it doesn't mean you're not competitive. But, like, I, when I see other people being successful, like, here's a really good example. We were not going to buy a house. We're going to wait another year. Maisie literally texts me 
oh, like, we're looking, we just got pre-approved for loan or, or sends me a snap, something like that, like, to get a house. Because of that, literally the next week, we got pre-approved and bought our house. I am so happy Maisie did that. Like, I don't wish her any. But, like, that nature of, like, well, they're doing something. Maybe I should be doing it has, like, really pushed me and driven me. And, like. Okay. I like that. Yes, like I'm, I'm, I'm 120% competitive. She, she will not play board games. Like I'm we such, are hardcore board game, card games. I'm anti-board she game. She won't even like, I remember I was like, hey, let's play a board game. She literally got up from the table. I like, was like, I was like, we're going home now. Yeah. I was like. Is it just board games or you like card games? Like, I don't like, to, I just, humanity I don't, uh, so I'll do, I'll do cards against humanity. Like I play with Elizabeth, stuff like that. It's just, game. it's not, like they're not my thing. Like, I don't mm-hmm. like them. They there's so many reasons why they're so time consuming they're kind of boring that's why they're called board games um, <laughs> I don't, it, it's not my vibe it's not what I like it's not and that was the end of self misguided podcast <laughs> <laughs> we literally say this like every episode but another thing is I am an incredibly sore winner I am such a great loser but if I'm a sore winner I will ruin our friendship <laughs> I would just told her like you just won't win I'll make sure you don't win She's so not competitive. in the game before she doesn't win. She <laughs> no, no, no. I'm a great loser. I'm totally fine with losing. But I will rub it in your face if I win until the end of time. But I also, I just like also, that's not my cup of tea. So I don't really like, I don't like that kind of stuff. What about like outdoor games? Like badminton, tennis, stuff like it that? It just kind of depends the setting. Uh, see, my thing is, I just want to, if I'm done, I just want to be able to walk away from it. And so many people are like, no, you can't do that. Like get really mad at you. Okay, I'm not like that. And like, so if like we're in the middle of like clue and I'm like oh, I'm done playing this and I just walk away I don't see that's, that's a, the look that's on your face yeah uh-huh. you see what I'm saying that's different but listen, there's like I'm, a goal I, I understand I'm the problem here okay like I'm not saying everyone no said should accommodate me I'm, that's not what I'm saying I'm just saying I don't want to play makes me sad <laughs> but I'm like yeah I'm it's competitive it's like when she comes over for dinner it's like dinner and done like not like dinner and like let's hang out cause like what do we do well usually cause the children are <laughs> Well, now that his bedtime is later, well, like, I'll definitely come over and hang out till... So, how late is it now? We've not even started bath or bottle or anything till 7. <gasps> yeah. Wow. So, he's going to bed between 7.30 and 8. Love that. I know. Sad, though. Where my baby <laughs> No, it's great. You have more time. <laughs> and then some more nights... Time not to play board games. <laughs> and sometimes it's great. It's not great because now I have more time. What if Theodore wants to play board games one day? You'd be like, no, we don't do that. Well, <laughs> he'll come over to your house. <laughs> That's true. I got you. Ryan's family loves board games, too. Like, they... <laughs> I remember the Christmas that Caleb and his ex-wife hosted. It was like... I, I want to say it was my first Christmas with them. Um, they were like, yeah, we can play board games after, like, when they were playing it. And I, like, didn't even say anything. And we got the car, and Ryan's like, don't worry, I'm not going to make you play board games. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love that, though. He knows you. <sighs> but, yeah. No, I, I definitely... But I'm not... I'm not, like, tear people down competitive. Like... I don't need you to fail for me to succeed. All right. So that's like. Except where she's being a sore winner. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously, unless it's a board game. Are you competitive, Danielle? I feel like generally no. I I've would agree with that. I've always been more of like a peacemaker, but I would say in like what you said of like seeing your friends being successful and like them doing more, that doesn't like, it is inspiring to me to be like that, but it doesn't, I'm like saying I'm not competitive or trying to be better. It just helps me want to be a better. Yeah. I will say the, one of the like biggest like things that I just don't agree with that's being said all the time is the only person I'm competing against is myself. No, you're not. <laughs> I hate to break it to you, but that's actually not how the world works. <laughs> sorry. Sorry. You're wrong. And, uh, <laughs> it's just one of those things. Like I like the mindset. It's like, one of those things where the philosophy behind it is great, but the idea itself is... 
dumb. Dumb, yeah. <laughs> Crap. <laughs> like, you know, like, let's take business, for example. You can't only be competing against yourself because you literally have competitors. And if you're not, like, if you're not working towards competing against them, you're not going to be a business any longer. Yeah. And, like, but, like, if you're, like, in the gym, like, I don't need to be better than that person next to me. That's fine. Like, yeah, that's a great philosophy. But you're also not competing with them because you're you're not fighting for one prize. What are your September manifestations? We love a good manifestation. I don't have anything for this one. (laughs) There's nothing you're trying to manifest? Nothing you're trying to bring forward in September? Patience. (laughs) Manifestation. Because, so, this last rotation was technically Alan's first rotation back on the road, and it got split up because obviously he came home. And so, he will be gone for a full three weeks in September. And so, I'm just trying to, like, let those three weeks be good. Like, please. (laughs) That'd be fantastic. What do you got? Mm. What do I want to manifest for September? Ooh. I want to manifest a change. I don't know what I want to change. I was like, how deep is this going to go? Like, I don't think I want to... I definitely know I don't want a career change. I probably should, but I absolutely don't. Um... I don't know, but I want I want something different. Like I want something positive to come and like shake things up. It's probably gonna be something Theodore does. But yeah, I want to manifest a change. What about you? Was there anything you want to manifest? Not really. I think I would piggyback off of that. Just both of yours, honestly, patience, and then um. You don't want to manifest someone to talk to you for more than thirty six and a half hours. No. <laughs> <laughs> What's meant to be will be. I'm well, just trying to focus on myself right. I love that. And, like, again, positive changes. Like, I just want positive vibes. Yeah. My fear... What is your fear as a child? You know what I put? I don't My fear as a child? My dad. (laughs) Oh, no. Seriously. Uh, Big facts. So, no, he was... fear as an adult. It's my dad. (laughs) No, he was one of those parents, like, he thought that fear was a way to, like... like teach you like if you feared him you'd obviously listen to him and now it just makes you hate him see i think i was the child that changed that for my dad (laughs) (laughs) my dad was like well she's not gonna fear me so we gotta we gotta refigure this out i was scared of everything as a child the dark bumps in the night what was under well, the who bed? Who wouldn't be scared of bumps in the night? Like, like literally, like, <laughs> like little, I'm still scared like of that. Like old house creaks, stuff like that. Yeah. The dark. Oh, the boogeyman. Terrified of the boogeyman living under my bed. Um. Ooh, attics for me because of oh, the yeah. Grudge or whatever that movie was. Did not watch that. Don't. There is a don't. Disney movie called Under the Bed that I still can't watch as an adult because of the boogeyman in it. Oh. That's no. what terrified me of it. I was scared. I am a fraidy cat. You know. You wouldn't believe me as, like, a nine-year-old kid. I watch scary movies, like, I don't watch what scary I prefer movies to watch. But there were, like, a couple that stuck with me that I, like, I still don't like going in my attic. Like, no. For me, it was Final Destination. Oh, yeah. Specifically that one. And I have, like, a fear of, like, when I'm, like, on the highway and you see the logs or, like, the ladders outside of buildings, it scarred me. That's going to teach you a lot about me because all my, like, what is the word, like, crazy fears are from those movies. I don't like roller coasters. I won't fly in a plane. I won't go in a tanning bed. Like, yes, the tanning seriously. I was, all of my I was thinking there was something like that. I felt yeah. a little All of out. those things, I don't do because of those movies. See, I actually just am naturally scared of the world. So <laughs> I, I didn't need movies to teach me to be afraid of literally everything. I have, I still have, I'm still scared of the dark. I don't like to be dark at all. I have lights in my room. Yeah, so. I don't. But Ryan's home now, so I'm, it's different. Well, I'm just scared that like, 
I'm going to be sleeping and one of my kids are going to be like right here and like they're just going to say something and I'm just going to knock them out. <laughs> they'll, so, they'll only do that once. <laughs> you, they'll learn. Then they'll stand at like the foot of the bed and be like, you can't reach me here. I'll like, grab up. your toe. <laughs> <laughs> Every time Theodore spits up, Brian and I look at him just like, mom, dad, I froze up. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Yeah, no, I was terrified of everything. Tips for self-confidence. Got anything written there? Yeah, actually, I don't even remember writing it <laughs> You're like, having, having Ashley as a friend. <laughs> no, though I literally put, just wait until we get to one of the questions because you're going to die. So I put, like, recognize what you're good at and do more of that because you're going to feel really good about, like, about that. That's like, I think that's a great, I think that's really good advice. And I'm like, I just don't do things I'm not good at. <laughs> that's bad advice. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, every, everyone is bad at the beginning. Like, you can't get good at something unless you're prepared to be bad at it. Mm-hmm. You're like, and I'm not prepared to be bad at it, so I'm not going to get good at it. Uh, be around people that have, like, positive mindsets. Like, don't surround yourself with people who are negative all the time, because then you'll be like that. Yes. It'll be hard to feel positive when you're around negative energy. Um, don't be around people who tear you down. Like, nitpick at your things. Yeah. Don't do that. Don't be that. <laughs> Don't be that. No. That's a great quote. Don't do that. <laughs> what do you got? Oh, I have so many. Um, it, I literally, like, everyone hates this, but just fake it. You'll, f- like, if you just fake being confident, you'll feel more confident. That's kind of, like, my thing. Um, like, I have severe imposter syndrome. Severe. We went to the car show last night, like, a tiny, small-town car show. And I was like, and mind you, like, not only did I used to own a car I would put into car shows, like, I just really like that stuff. And I, like, my dad used to take me all this stuff. I felt like I didn't belong. Don't have that car anymore. What are we doing? I have a bait. Like, to the point, like, at work, I, work is the big one. Both Ryan and I suffer from, like, severe imposter syndrome. You do too. Oh, yeah. My sister and I have talked about this. And the thing I always use is, you know what the thing about imposter syndrome is? Only successful people have it. So what exactly is that? Where you feel like you don't belong. You feel like you're an imposter. Like, you feel like you're not qualified enough. Like, they, they messed up hiring you. Like, definitely, like, I go through that all the time. Like, how did I get hired? How did, like, I get this, like, I don't belong here. I'm too, I don't have enough knowledge. I don't have that. Well, obviously, I do because I'm still there, right? Yeah. That was, like, my first few weeks recording here. Yeah. No, I was that's like, exactly. I don't belong here, but I'm here. Definitely. So. And I still feel, like, I still have it. And I think that's, like, a large part of my social media thing is, like, I feel like I don't belong as someone posting content. Like, I see, like, someone who we know and I follow, like, on Instagram, Shelby, her content, she's friends with Faith. Her content is so cute. I love everything she posts on Instagram, stories of her and her boyfriend at the lake, her dog, her outfits, and it's, like, she's so cute and does it so well that, like, I have this, like, imposter, like, that's, like, an example, like, like, almost, like, for a fault of comparing, but, yeah, she's, like... I, that's kind of why I feel about social media is like, I don't have a place here when in reality I do. And I definitely am going to have to figure it out with this, but yeah, faking it. her? Yes. I went to school with her. Yeah. I never really knew her, but like. We worked, we worked with her. She's, I, I mean, I never had a bad interaction with her. I think she's so nice. We we snap sometimes. She's really nice. We're not to, we're not to tell her that she's in her. I'm following her. She's going to, I didn't even realize. She's going to love that. Yeah. No, but yeah, faking it. Like. I never see any of these pictures though. Like, I'm following her. I've just, I've never seen any of these pictures. So I'm like, I'm going to be scrolling that later. <laughs> yeah, and her her stories are always adorable. Yeah. Okay. Um, but yeah, 
that's kind of like my big one for self-confidence is faking it. Um, I think reflection is really good. Mm-hmm. Um, like look at where you were a year ago. How, like, how do you feel now? Like about different things for me, like another thing <clears throat> is just kind of like, no one can do it like I do. So like, why wouldn't I be able to be confident? Oh, right. Like no one, I'm no one. Again, this kind of goes back to, I don't need them to fail. They don't need me to fail for them to be successful. So why shouldn't I be confident what I'm doing? It's not tearing other people down. So yeah, kind of just like this whole idea of like, there are things you're good at. And I am someone who's like totally okay with being bad at things. Like I'll like literally, this is kind of like a joke at your guys' expense. So sorry. When we go to the gym and like you guys are all looking at me like, okay, what are we doing now? No. Like I have any idea what I'm doing. Well, I was like, only I there because of you. So I literally like- watch Pinterest and TikToks and like build these things. Um... And, like, yeah, like, going to the gym and, like, lifting, like, you and I, when we first started doing that, like, we had no idea what we were doing. And we were, we're so okay with being bad at it that we, like, we've gotten really good at, like, a lot of the stuff we do. Like, we've made tons of improvements, like, in the gym. But, yeah, like, be prepared to be bad at things and don't lack your confidence because you're bad at it. Like, you're, like, you're trying something which so many people aren't prepared to be bad at something. So many people aren't trying new things and aren't growing because they're so scared of being bad at it. And that already makes you, like, different. That already get, should give you confidence that you're willing to go in and be bad at something. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, I, I hate to say it. Just fake it. You'll fake it long enough that, like, that's just, like, it's kind of like if you fake a smile, like, psychologists and stuff have like done studies that if you fake a smile you'll start to be happier you'll start to feel happier and so it's one of those things fake your confidence and the next thing you know that's just how you're going about life well I mean even like a Shelly she posts that stuff and she probably doesn't know that you look at that and think it's super cool so like you know it does make a difference being that way because you feel like I'm not good at social media or whatever but you're posting it and people might be looking at it yeah. and thinking it's so cool so mm-hmm. you never know but just yeah. being yourself makes a difference I definitely could like list like five people who I either like saw at the CrossFit gym who like made an impact like Davida is one of yeah. those she Love her. her whole approach to it has like made an impact there's this girl named Crystal that this girl named Shay she was I don't think she's even still at the CrossFit gym but she's like had two kids like back to back and the way she's approached everything like she gives me so much confidence on like being in like a mom and like Shelby is like she's just so like such a, like a bright light like I love when I see a story or something from her so, yeah, like, you, that's a really good point, Danielle. You have no idea who you're impacting with it. So that's, like, yeah. a really good. What, is, what are your tips for self-confidence, Danielle? I would say, like, f- finding, like, your style and, like, clothing that you feel comfortable in yourself. And I think that's been a big thing for me, too, is I've kind of, um, kind of gotten rid of a lot of stuff and wearing new clothes yeah. and dressing nicer for work. And I get compliments all the time at work. Like, you're one of the best-dressed people here. Your outfits are so cute. People are out trying to go and buy, like, I want to feel better at work. And I think it's like when you feel better about what you're wearing, how you look, it makes you feel better. And I second this yeah. so hard. And I, I remember just, your style change. Yeah. Uh, it's so, like, it's so good now. Like, face. I yes. haven't even been wearing, like, even on my casual days, it's been a lot less casual because I just enjoy dressing mm-hmm. up and it's comfy stuff, but it's cute. And I don't know. I feel like that's a big thing. For One thing I learned, like, whenever I was, like, really trying, like, I was in between sizes and I, nothing felt good on my body, I realized I was trying to buy either sizes or clothes that would not fit me yet, that I, I wanted to wear. So I had to make sure I was, like, buying the size that fits me, not what I want to be in right now. And I would buy where you're nothing, at. I'd say nothing that's too big, too, because yeah. if you buy something that's not form-fitting, even if it's your feel 
self-conscious, mm-hmm. then it kind of comes across that way. And I, feel I like went through worse. two major like decreases in size. Like when I did CrossFit, I dropped a lot of weight and then like I didn't gain it all back. But then like after I had the baby and like did 75 part, I've dropped a lot of weight. I'm still trying to dress my old body. Mm-hmm. And I've kind of lost that like, oh, I'm going <laughs> to get dressed up because at my previous job, remember I was dressed heels, like, yeah. which is kind of a little expected. Um, but now, and I literally use the excuses, the parking lot all the time, why I don't wear heels. And I really need to get out of that mindset. But that's definitely, I have this huge problem of like, I'm still trying to dress my old body. Mm-hmm. And like, I know I'm not done. Now I may like, I'm not done with what I want my goals to be. And my goals are not size or weight related. My goals are like strength related, mm-hmm. um, and endurance related. So I don't know what my body will look like when I reach those. So I'm still trying to give myself more time and just buying a few things here yeah. or there to kind of adjust. But that is a big problem I have, but that is such good advice because I remember how good I felt when I dressed like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Not that it's bad to have days where you feel <clears throat> whatever, but I think it's so easy to get in that like, habit. Habit, yeah. Okay. What makes you happy, Valencia? Oh, I put happy kids, yummy food, and my husband being home. Aww. In that <laughs> <So> order. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah. uh, what makes, let's see. Theodore's belly laugh. Oh, yes. When, like, Ryan and him are playing. Or right now, like, Ryan blows raspberries on his stomach all the time. Right now, Theodore is blowing raspberries on Ryan's stomach when he lays down. That stuff. Or he's mimicking Jackson. Jackson always pulls the cushions off my couch and jumps on them. Theodore, we didn't realize what he was doing. It took us a few times. He's pulling all the pillows off and jumping on them. (laughs) Like, him learning these things. That's so cool. Samson. Samson and I have every day this week... After Ryan, because Ryan gets up and gets the baby because I'm usually up in the middle of the night. Samson gets into bed and we cuddle like a little bit before that. He did not greet me yesterday when we came home because he was mad at me. So I had to give him a chicken nugget and a piece of watermelon before he would <laughs> talk to me. Um, so yeah, Samson makes me happy. Um, the, the conversations with Ryan where we sit and we're like, I can't believe this is our life. And, like, when we really can talk about our goals and realize how close we are, like, that makes me happy being on the same page. Stuff like this makes me happy. Being authentic to myself, not trying to, like, not trying to please or, like, worry about my image. So I've really leaned into that in the last, like, two years of, like, yeah, I'm a clean freak and that's annoying and I do this and that's annoying to you and I get it, but that makes me really happy and being authentic. Besides Pepper, what makes you happy? Well, that would be my number one. Pepper is her kitty cat. Pepper. Oh, yeah. She's my cat. I love her so much. She's my world. She's my kid. Um, music. I really love music. Oh, I've yeah. always had such a passion for music. Um, my friends, like doing things like this, I think it's fun. This, this is so fun. We were just yeah. talking about that the other day. Um, season observations. Now, how did you wrote, did you not write anything? No, this? I was okay, like, what is this So mean? do we want to approach this as like seasons of fall or do we want to approach this as like life seasons? Thanks since we're doing a September bonus, I think we should do like a fall observation. Yeah. One, like, a, right. like an actual season. We're like it's some fall, fall observations. You Well, it's not fall yet, but it will be in September. <laughs> Something that you know. What do you mean? Yeah, I don't know. Like, <laughs> I literally read off this list. That's all it says. The season observations. This like the world is our oyster. It's too hot to breathe outside. Yeah, why? So that'll be nice because it won't be yeah. so hot in the fall. Still hopefully. got a pumpkin spice. Ugh. I got a pumpkin cream cold brew. No, thank you. On pumpkin spice day, I Ryan got the apple crisp shaken espresso. 
Fall is my favorite season. There's, okay. Too. I don't like. I already put up my Halloween stuff. That's what I should have answered <laughs> on the last question. Halloween makes me happy. Yeah. I hate to be this August. person, but like we have two days of actual fall weather here. I know. And it's the worst, but. Um, I don't like spring because I hate rain. I love fall. I, I love like fall style. It's too hot. Yeah. I love wearing sweaters and booties. And okay. that's my season observation. Is I'm ready for sweaters and booties. I started doing it one year. It was like 90 degrees out. I was like, but I'm so ready for fall. You can't change my mind. <laughs> we don't have to do school goals because none of us are yeah. in school. <laughs> Who lights you up? Oh, I put... Man, there's so many people. Like, basically everyone in our village. I literally put Teddy. <laughs> Ashley, Melanie, Amanda. Because of like... That lights up Teddy. <laughs> <laughs> what lights me up is seeing... Like, um, Melanie and Amanda, whenever they're with the kids, they're honestly one of the first people that, like, when we first went to their house, I was so prepared to, like, have to follow the kids around the whole time and, like, all that, but they immediately would get down on the floor and play with them. And, like, seeing the kids light up whenever they go over there and the fact that they don't scream and cry when I drop them off to even, like, come here today, I was like, bye, they're like, we're gonna have a good time. That lights me up, that they have that relationship. And I've just been waiting for that, like, basically their whole lives. And we have it, and it makes me happy. And then I put, like, basically all the babies that were born this this year and, like, last year. So those are my main... I love your take on this. That was not my initial take, so I'm still going to go with what my initial thought was. So for me, like, Ryan lights me up, and I kind of took it as a different way of, like, everywhere I go, every other relationship I have, every other interaction, it takes from me. I have to give, and I have to give, and then whenever I am crabby, and I just need to recharge, like, he is my charging station. Yeah. Okay. Thank you. (laughs) so much better than mine. (laughs) No, because I think... You thought we're all outside the box. Yeah. I was thinking... I think... No, like, as soon as you said that, I was like, that's probably what the question meant. (laughs) But that's, like, he's someone who, like, just, like, brings, like, not that other people take my light or steal from it, but, like, he is someone who, like, gives me the light, right? Like, he's someone who, like, puts all of his energy into recharging me. Do you know who does that for me? Better not be me. Oh, stop. I'm going to cry. Seriously. And I could go on. Fuck you, Alex. (laughs) I could go on forever about it, but meeting you was one of the biggest changes in my life where I actually learned how to take care of myself and didn't put myself last. You literally forced me to take care of myself, and I don't know where I'd be if I didn't have that. (laughs) So, for real, you are, like, you brought me back to life. That's, like, like, definitely, like, I mean, I value our friendship so much, and, like, it's great that, like, we've had this impact on each other, and that, like, you're able to feel that way. Like, I always want you to feel that way. And, like, I think, like, women friendships are so special, Mm -hmm. because, like, I remember when Danielle and I became friends, like, we were talking about how we didn't have friends, like, in the same space, like, of life Mm -hmm. as we were in. And, like, just thinking about that, like, my past friendships, like, Cassie was my charging station for so long. And Maisie has had her role in my life and Danielle and you. And, like, women friendships are so special. Like, you literally, like, push me to be, like, better. And things that I never thought I would do, like, I never thought I would do something like this. Mainly because I've never really been someone that, like, speaks their mind. Because Mm -hmm. when I was growing up or whatever, I was never in a place to where I feel like my opinions or values were, like, important enough to speak. Like, it just didn't, it wasn't valued by anybody. So, like, I have like, a cheerleader and, like, a 
it's just really nice to have that and to be here and be able to actually like talk like this, just how I feel I've never been able to do my whole life. I think what makes me a hard to have friend, and I think it's something you and I, Danielle and I relate on a lot, is we're no excuses friends. Mm -hmm. Like you can't tell us something that's like hidden under an excuse and like, like we'll just call you out on it. Yeah. But I think like it, while it makes like friendships really strong and like valuable like that, it's also like makes them a little tough mm -hmm. because like I know I'm constantly like, oh, if I say this, is it going to start a fight? Is this going to be a problem? Like, I'm also, I'm not going to, like, it doesn't do you any good for me to, like, like the bullshit slide. Yeah. And. Because you'll just be constantly thinking about it, and I'll have no idea. Yeah. So, might as well let us both think about it. <laughs> <laughs> Who lights you up? I was going to say my friendship, so this is a good topic that you guys have already been talking about. Especially because what you're saying, women friendships are so important. And I think that there are friendships that can be rooted in, like, toxic and backstabbing and I can name like three friendships that I'll, at least one for each of us that we went through yeah I've went through a lot in the last couple of years and so it's good to have like empowering friendships like this this is like growth and mm -hmm. uncomfortable conversations mm -hmm. but it makes you a better person so I think that that's really well it's kind yeah. of like not funny but like ironic <clears throat> so Daniel had this friendship when we were like when we first got together with someone who like I just I was absolutely like I don't like her. I don't support your friendship. Like, live your best life. I'm not here to interfere with it. Like, and, like, in a really, really sad turn of events, and it wasn't just me. Elizabeth was the same way, and there were other people telling her, like, this person is not who she's presenting, and, like, it's going to come around. And, like, you really sadly, like, she showed that to her, mm -hmm. who that was. And, like, that's how I feel about the reconnections you've been having. <laughs> That's like, what you want to call it. Literally, you're describing that. Reconnection. I was like, it wasn't a person for me, but we've literally had that conversation. Yeah. And guess who's not friends anymore? <laughs> yeah. And so it's like, like that's the like the toxic is like. Mm -hmm. I love that I have friends that have ridden me out through these other toxic friendships because Cassie has definitely like stayed by my side and watched me like be in these really toxic friendships and things like that, and that's like also important, like as. Like, friendships to, like, support people and be, but also be there when you don't support them. Mm-hmm. Like. Because you'll be there for them if it all falls through. And yeah. they'll have they'll, you. They, they know you're still there. You don't have to support them, but you should still be present. Mm hmm The next one is, like, it's going to be so much more lighter. What's your fall inspiration? I didn't write anything for that either. I honestly was, like, debating on if I'm even going to, like, decorate for fall. Because it sounds like so much work when we're trying to, like, repair our house. So, like. I don't know. You should come help me decorate. Yeah. We want to go to like pumpkin patches and stuff. Oh, so I, he'll be walking. We'll definitely have to take him. Well, it's going to be super cute because last last year, oh gosh, that's crazy. Um, for Cora's bachelorette party, we went to um, Exeter mm -hmm. and they hadn't announced their pregnancies yet, of course. And but so like knew. her and Faith. Yeah. And so her Wasn't and Faith. Wasn't Esther also pregnant at that time? Yeah, but she was like, like everyone knew she was. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. But they took these pictures like with the little bitty pumpkins on their stomachs. So we're gonna go back and like recreate them with their little babies Aww, now. That'd be cute. So that's like my favorite thing to do, like corn mazes and pumpkin patches and like all the fun family parks. So yeah, my fall inspiration is that TikTok building that leaf arch, which Ryan's filling some measures so I could get this stuff for. I can't wait. That's gonna be Listen, so Listen, you lied to me about PVC pipe being expensive. Hey, I don't know. It's like six bucks for a ten foot pole. I take. I take information. I can imagine the like garland, it. like the leaves. Are those the are expensive. expensive part, yeah. I went to like order those last year and I was like, mm, too broke for this. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to do like this archway um, in my front. That's like, we're going to take PVC pipe and then get like 
fall colored leaves and wrap them all the way around it. Okay. And then I'm going to do pumpkins and stuff on the porch. It'll be a great place to take pictures of oh, the kids and stuff so like that. Cute. Love that. That's my, what's your fall inspiration? Halloween. You are my fall inspiration. <laughs> everything. I love Halloween. Oh, I know. I, can't I decorated August 1st. <laughs> it, makes I feel, it makes me feel a lot better about the hundred and plus degree temperatures yeah. outside when I'm inside with my Halloween comfort. Yeah. I bet it does. You have a pepper is your Halloween decoration. Yeah, pepper. She's my black cat. She's, She's like my all year round Halloween decoration. So, so do you dress up at all? Yes, I dress. She up usually dresses year. up multiple. Like she's usually has multiple my costumes. My cousin's getting married um October twenty eighth, and it's a Halloween theme. She's like, dress oh. up crazier the better. And my whole family's like, this was like made for you, Daniel. Like this is what you want. I love Halloween sad. parties. I might host one this year. It's gonna be that fun would be so for fun. all the kids. Yeah, we're gonna I'm do. Gonna I want to do that. like um one of the times Alan is home and I want to do like a barbecue thing here for all of our friends mm-hmm. and like Trey and Eric and all of them can yeah. come over and have like a big a big thing we can invite my new neighbor I met her mom this week <laughs> her mom is like Did you she, your neighbor? the girl who oh. lives right over there oh yeah um, really yeah. pretty one she's so pretty oh, yeah. um, I haven't seen her yet but I believe no. it <laughs> She's home now. We should probably not. Like we talk about you on our podcast. <laughs> so probably Make sure you home. subscribe. <laughs> um, what is a dream come true? Honestly, I like a healthy friendship is like one of like the biggest things. I never had such a healthy friendship, but I also put podcasting only because like it's a hobby outside of motherhood. Yeah. And that's like one of the things like when we first met that I was really trying to find. And, like, you kind of helped create this, like, yeah. opportunity. Like, you know, we talked about it, but, like, when you're like, oh, hey, I ordered this stuff. I'm like, oh, oh this we got to do it now. That's literally what I literally was like, if we order it, we'll have to do it. So we're yeah. going to order it. So really just this being able to be here and, like, my my kids are, like, in a happy place right now. Like, they're with people they love and they're comfortable with. And I'm here and I don't have to worry about them. And my husband's not annoying me at the moment, so... Dream come true. <laughs> Those are all very sweet. I am a doer, so I, yeah. there's not many things like I've dreamed about for a really long time that like I haven't made come true within like oh. twelve months or whatever. So like, don't be wrong. Like, po- I had been wanting to podcast for a really long time. So mm-hmm. podcasting is definitely like a dream I had that we worked like, and we're we're doing it. Yeah. Like being with Ryan is like a dream come true. Being with someone who just like doesn't think I'm too much and like genuinely understands me and it's like so communicative is great my friendships are great <laughs> mine is gonna be so silly a dream come true that I've had for like multiple multiple years I've wanted a golden doodle for like seven years oh and now I have Samson yeah so if anyone's like wondering like why I'm disgustingly so attached to my dog him, yeah. it's because not a lot of things like when I decided I want wanted kids was like a year before we like got pregnant like, I've, like, done so close together. Um, so, Samson is, like, my long-term dream come true. What about you, Danielle? What's a dream come true? I just feel like I have my life together. I definitely feel like I'm going through, like, a midlife crisis right now. <laughs> or whatever. You said No, she said, quarter, she said quarter-life crisis quarter, of the day, yeah. and I was like, you know you're not going to live to be 120, right? So, because really? I'm turning 29 <laughs> in two months, and, like, I'm definitely feeling, like, ah. And my friend Boaz, he was in town yesterday. He just turned 30 a couple weeks ago. He's like, I felt the same way for the last few months going into 30. He goes, but it's still a little better. He's like, it gets a little better. I'm so excited for my 30s. Because, like, I just feel like I'm, like, I feel like my 30s are going to be, like, my 20s with time and money. Who was I telling the other day? I was like, I'm closer to 30 than I am 20, and I want to cry. She's, like, three years higher than us. I know. 
I'm 25 and a half. Yeah. <laughs> I I'm 28, like, Daniel's about to be 29. I so. feel like I feel this way now, but I feel like people have said 30s are some of the best times in your life because you're like more sure of yourself. So I'm excited mm. for it. And mm-hmm. it's like, I know I feel uncomfortable, but I, I think that's like a positive thing because it means growth, you know, in some way, shape or form. But still. I don't little, feel like, I'm excited. Old. My kids are going to be old enough that I'm like... I don't have to like baby them anymore. <laughs> they can like do their own thing, go to their friend's house, and like Friday nights are our nights, babe. <laughs> 30 will be when you're thriving. Yeah. What is something you like about yourself? Mm, I feel like I have way more confidence than I ever used to have, and I really like that. And my drive to like do better, be better. Yes. That's all I have. What I like about I myself. Um,. I, I mean, like, I like the fact of, like, how type A and, like, planning I am because it's allowed me to, like, accomplish a lot in life. As annoying as how it is How do you become that? Because, like, I need that. I was actually just born messed up. <laughs> Great. So there's no hope for me. I don't know. Um, Ryan was giving me a hard time the other day because I was, like, I try not to, like, constantly be cleaning while Theodore's playing. And he, I was doing something. He's like, well, if he's anything like you, I said, this kind of trauma is nurture, not nature. <laughs> but it's definitely probably nature because I don't know how I did it this way. What's something you like about yourself, Danielle? I feel like I'm like a fiercely loyal person, which I, 100%. I think that's a great thing. And I still don't regret it, even with like the friendship you were talking about earlier. Like people that have only, like my other friends proved them to be who they said they were or whatever. Because I'm like, I'm... I'm very selective in my friendships. I don't have, like, a ton, but the people that I'm friends with, I go to bat for, girl code, like, very important to me. And if, like, you mess that up or ruin it, then, like, it's your loss, not yeah. mine. Oh, because, like, I'm, uh, like, I feel like in this day and age to have someone that's ruined on your side is rare. Rare. Yeah. So I feel like... That's I definitely I like used to be myself. more, like, quantity over quality, and I've definitely changed that. <laughs> no, yeah. definitely. Quality, quality, quality. Yeah. What's your favorite book? I literally just wrote book. I don't have like a favorite book only because, so I used to read nonfiction or fiction all the time. I literally have a closet full of books and I probably, if I had to pick from those, I used to read the host like over and over and there's actually a movie about it now and I love both of them. But like for nonfiction, the book I'm currently reading, I'm obsessed with, it's called um, How to Talk to Anyone. And this is like so important to me because I used to be someone like, I would not want to, like, if we were at somewhere I didn't know a lot of people, it'd be the my worst fear. Because I don't know how to talk to people. I don't know yeah. how to, small talk is not my thing. Like, I literally, like I said earlier, I would go blank. I'd be like, I don't even know what to say to you right now. What's English? But I've definitely gotten way better, obviously. But I have gotten so many great, I'm only like halfway through the book. I've gotten like so many great tips that I actually can't wait to use. So, we're, so actually, we're actually going to a wedding in a couple weeks and we only know the bride and groom. <laughs> and so... I'm, like, super excited to, like, apply these things and be able to talk to people I don't know. you have to let me know if it goes. Yeah. Luckily, I want to be there, too, so it's, like, going to be, like, You'll perfect. have your support person. Yeah. My first one that came to mind was, like, my childhood favorite book, which was called Winnie Has Wings, and it's this, like, this older brother's perspective. His little sister was hit by a car and killed, and his little sister's name was Winnie, and he's, like, writing all these letters and, like, all this stuff and kind of talking through his mind what he thinks she went mm-hmm. through and all of this stuff. That was, like, my childhood favorite book was Winnie Has Wings. Um, the book I recommend everyone reads is Can't Hurt Me by David Goggins. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. Like, I would definitely consider that, like, definitely a favorite, life lessons-wise. But, I mean, books are so personal. Yeah. So, do you have a favorite book? In high school, I had a book that it's one of those ones kind of like you were saying. Like, I just kind of read off and on every couple of years. And it was called Someone Like You by Sarah Dessen. 
Um, so that I was think I've really, read that. Like, I have I have it. Um, actually, in my house, I probably should reread it. It's been a while, but that was just like one of those ones. It must have been good enough that every couple of years, it's, I still felt like yeah. I could read it even through different stages of my life. So yeah, I love that. that. One. Something you never want to forget. I never want to forget or be like I want to always be grateful for the fact that like the role my grandparents played in my life was like it's like oh, your dog. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Somebody fell. Like they were just. It's such a special... They taught me so many things. Like, most of my, like... um, What's the word? Like, morals or whatever. They taught me most of that. And, like, I am just so grateful for that role. So I never want to forget, like, how important that was to me. So... That's good. Something I never want to forget. Hmm. Uh, I was an assistant for a guy named Tom. For a little over a year, it was one of the best jobs I ever had, and he's taught me so many life lessons. And so, like, overall, I never want to forget what it was like to learn those kind of things, but there's, like, a few things, like, he taught me that, like, ringed so true to me. He talks about him and his wife had two boys, and he talks about their marriage and, like, something, and he goes, one thing Wendy and I do, which was his wife's name, is before there was a them, talking about the kids, there was an us. Mm-hmm. And before there was an us, there was a me. Mm-hmm. And you have to take care of all three things separately. And definitely, like, being in the first year, like, struggle of having a baby and stuff like that. Like, that's something, like, has been hard to remember, but something I definitely want to keep in mind. Um, Another thing was, if you have time to redo it, you had time to do it right the first time. And just, like, kind of this whole mentality of, like, like, he passed these, like, he used to always say, like, here's some unsolicited advice. And he'd talk for hours, and I used to always tell him, I don't come to you for the short answer. Um... But that's, like, just, like, kind of that mindset of, like, being so open to learning and being, like, so ready. And, like, I, I was this assistant whenever I separated from my first husband. Um, and, like, all the life changes that went. Like, I don't want to ever forget that time in my life. And everything that happened. Is that my son? That's my son crying. I was, like. <laughs> what is something you never want to forget? say I feel like my parents I always kind of joke like you know I have childhood traumas or whatever but at the end of the day they really did the best that they could and they're just doing better than like what they were done and we only hope that that's how we can be going forward and I feel like they it's helped make me like the the person I am today the independent person I, I am today and they always are like we're so proud of like where you're at and like who you are as a person so that's something I'll never forget is they did the best they could Aww. okay 15 favorite song artist <clears throat> I have like several I like I'm Megan Trainer, Taylor Swift, uh, Demi Lovato, Lee Michelle, <laughs> Black Eyed Peas. <laughs> Variety. Yeah. Variety. That's like mainly what I listen to. So high school with Say Anything, the band. Like, listen, I'm going to get so judged for some of these bands because they're problematic AF. Say Anything. Falling in Reverse. Ronnie Radke when he was with Escape the Fate. Probably just said his name wrong. But Falling in Reverse now, like, obsessed. Like, that, like, punk pop, like, post-edgy kind of fuck the man, standard rules kind of stuff. 21 Pilots I really loved at one point, not as into them as I used to be, but, like, those kind of things. But, yeah, Say Anything and Fall in Reverse are still two bands that, even though, like, I don't follow them the way I used to, I always listen to new music when they put it out. And it's just, for me, it's not, it's become more about that, like, nostalgia than it has anything else. You know, Danielle? Went, this is, like, not, a, this is a crazy question to ask me, because, like, my music taste is so crazy. It like, is so fun. Though. I've literally talked about how, like, there was one time we're in the car, and you're, like, this playlist is, like, 
make like drive like not drive me crazy, but you're like this is like I'm all over the place. Right I now. love it though. <laughs> That's like, how country, all mine are. Pop, yeah. rock, country. I listen to a lot of like punk. That was one of your friendship red flags. Has great taste in music and doesn't create playlists for me. <laughs> <laughs> just listen to my star. <laughs> but no, yeah, I but like, but like, I would say bands. I don't really have a favorite band. I just like a lot of songs by various artists. There might yeah. be artists I find myself mm-hmm. liking more songs from. So like in high school, I would say Matchbox Twenty, Three Doors Down, I love uh, Bad 20. Sons, like. They have albums where I like a lot of songs, but I don't go out of my way to like listen to them all the time. Mm-hmm. But like recently, I've listened to like Kelsey Ballerini. I oh, love to, uh, that. The band Camino just had a new album come out. I really I like um, Scotty McCreary. One last like. cigarette by the band Camino is like top tier music. Yeah, so there's just a lot going on. Did you know that I went through a never shout never phase in junior high? <laughs> See, like a couple of their stuff. Too. I like and, yeah, like well, that so- was the song Trouble. Yeah. yeah, it's so cute though, cause like every once in a while, one of them like just pop up on my like, cause you know Apple Music like creates things for you, and it always makes you think of this friendship I had in junior high. Me and this my this girl Kaylee and I were so close, like so close. Like the first time I met her, she invited me over to like stay the night, and I stayed for like a week. Aww. So like that was like really special. So. And we are back from our brief chocolate milk break. <laughs> I didn't even realize that was chocolate milk. Is that what that is? Yeah. I don't know what I thought it was. I know, it was like coffee or something. I thought it was one of the fancy things you were talking about. (laughs) No. Uh, The other day when I went inside your house, Jackson was talking about chocolate milk and it literally made me put it on my grocery list. Nice. (laughs) I've been drinking it the last couple weeks too. Because I've been trying not to drink like pop and other things. So I was like, I'll replace it with chocolate milk. He's on to something here. That's all I'm saying. (laughs) Okay. Who do you turn to when you need to talk? I know the answer to this. This honestly, like, kind of made me sad in a way that I only had, like, one, other than Alan, of course, like, one person. Because I feel like I used to have a lot of people that if I was, like, upset or whatever, I could, like, reach out to. But I'm, like, the only person is you. Because anytime I'm, like, being crazy with my anxiety or whatever, I'm literally, like, panicking over something little. I'm, like, I text you because I know you're going to talk me down. Or, like, the other day I was, like, no, this is a perfectly yeah. reasonable thing to be weird. I was, like, okay, that probably didn't help her. Yeah. It's like hit or miss. Like, no, no, that makes sense. And I'm like, okay, now what do I do? (laughs) But no, you normally talk me down and it really helps. So you help me see like the logic. (laughs) Whenever I'm totally being irrational and you're like, no, like calm down. Like this isn't, you know. Well, and I think sometimes like a lot of the panic comes from feeling like you're being irrational. So even when I'm like, no, I think that's reasonable. You're like, okay, well then that's. Yeah. It does still help. Yeah. Because that's a totally reasonable thing to panic over in my opinion. Who do I turn to when I need to talk? Usually, my first is Cassie because Cassie will side with me and not uh, maybe not in the most healthy way, but I love it. I love to be hyped up. Um, if it's something like career oriented, I go to Danielle. We're like very career, same page, parenting. You're the first person I call. You and Jill. Um, usually, like, everything else, Ryan, if I feel like I'm being emotional or irrational, he's the first person I go to. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I, like, everyone kind of has this different role of, like, you, Cassie, Danielle, Jill, and Ryan are the people, like, they're the first people I'm going to call. Um, and sometimes, like, I'll tell Ryan about it three weeks later. <laughs> but yeah, definitely, I, like, definitely my key one is career Danielle is always yeah. the first person when it's anything career-related. If I want to make a change or how I'm feeling about something or, like, something good happened, she's, like, usually the first person I tell. And I think that's because it's one of the things we connected on so early in our friendship. Mm. 
like parenting is like like the milk thing because I just have like a weird parenting question like yeah. it's definitely you or if I have a parenting fear I call Jill like when he first got his bruise yeah yeah but definitely poor Ryan gets like the emotional irrational side of me he gets the illogical side of me so that way everyone else can get the logical side of me and Cassie gets the completely unhinged version of me most of the time. <laughs> That's how I used to live life. I used to just be like unhinged all the way. Danielle's like, yes. The first you time were. we hung out as friends. <laughs> that, was, that was pure unhinged. <laughs> Who do you turn to? What do you need to talk? Um, a lot of times I like to like bottle things up and think I'm annoying everybody, so I need to deal with this on my own. But and then at the gym, she breaks down, and I'm like, no, and then that's what happens. And then it's usually Ashley, my friend Haley, and then my other friend Mallory are the three. And there's the same thing. Like, there's different friendships that I'll talk to about different things or I'll some of it most of it is like I'll tell everyone about it but like just depending on the advice or do I want advice do I just need a rant am I being she likes to tell me about one segment of her life one particular person afterwards (laughs) (laughs) but like there are times where because I feel like I know that I can like sometimes be irrational so like I feel like you're good about being like no I completely see why you're valid in this or like yeah. maybe you should see it from this perspective or see it from this person's side and it helps me see things differently too when yeah. I want to talk to Alan about something I have to start with this like either I want advice or I just want to rant I because do the he's same a, he's a Ryan. fixer like he'll he'll like automatically be like all right this is what you should do I'll be like no that's not what I'm Ryan's here for the, well Ryan's like less of this is what you should do and here's how I can help like here oh, so yeah. For Ryan, in Ryan's eyes, I am still perfect, and he he needs to fix all of the external things because obviously I'm not wrong. Um, so, but yeah, that's what I have to do with him too. It's like I just need you to listen. I don't need solutions. And he's got really good about if that's what he's pre- ready to present a solution, he'll ask me if I want it. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that must be a men thing. Yeah. Cynic <clears throat> then. Things to watch. Things to watch. Don't ask me. I only watch the same things over and over. I'm literally on my, like, fourth or fifth time of watching Gilmore Girls just this year. But, to be fair, I don't... don't, It's August. (laughs) But it's perfect time to start it again. Because I'm about to finish it. But it's not that I sit there and I watch the whole thing through. Because I've seen it so many times. It's more of, like, an emotional support noise at this point. I can't do anything unless I have noise of some sort. Yeah. We've talked about this. It's a problem. <laughs> I've been the same way. Like, I'll rewatch the th- yeah. some things over and over, and they say that's part of what it is. is yeah. It's just, it's not. It's like a not, safety thing. Yeah. Like, it makes me feel good. Like, friends as well. Yeah. Or Grey's Anatomy for a long time, but I haven't watched it since it got dumb. So. <laughs> I don't, I don't rewatch too many things. I watch a lot of, not- I don't watch a ton of, like, yeah. fiction. I watch a lot of nonfiction. I'm watching the reboot of Real Housewives of New York, and it's hilarious. Love everyone. So, we're all about that. Oh, I did just start a new show, but I don't know how I feel about it. What show? Euphoria. Oh, yeah, I didn't watch that. I can't. Yeah, I, I watched enough know. of it on TikTok. I was telling, because yeah. I, I just started, and I was, like, talking to Alan, and I was like, it's literally like the Secret Life of the American Teenager, but with drugs. I, feel I was like, like, it's so heavy. I just, it it's heavy. a lot, and it makes me feel like As an adult now, overwhelmed. Well, thinking about the secret life of an American teenager does that make you cringe? <laughs> yeah, I get a lot of stuff Did you on not cringe like, at all? watch this and these are terrible, yeah. like, acting and yeah. things are insane. so cringy, but, like, I'll always finish it. Like, I'll watch it all the way through, even though I'm, like, literally, like, I want to skip this part. Well, there's, like, a line, there was a scene, it was at Grace, she was, like, the religious yeah. or whatever. Yeah. She's like, I had sex and now my dad is dead. Like, it had anything to do with it. No. But it was like, what is this writing? <laughs> No, the, the the most specific part of, like, how awful it was was when Ricky, like, got really excited and he, like, did this dumb flip in the hallway. And I'm like, 
That's oh my purpose. gosh. Like, why would they keep that? Or they did like a product place and it was like, this is clean and clear. And she went on for 30 seconds about clean and clear. Like they had to probably say that. In the One show. of my favorite things, like having a marketing degree is like the, like the really obvious or like the really like unobvious. And like, I'm a sucker for good marketing. I love it, but not because like it makes me to buy a product because like I have the degree in it. So like I did a lot of the. But that's like that's what that makes me think. Yeah. What was it? Burger King with Iron Man? Who was it with Iron Man? Where he was like, and now I'm gonna go get a something like that. And they couldn't because of Robert Downey Jr.'s like problems he was having like outside of it. They had mm-hmm. a hard time finding a sponsor for that. Mm-hmm. I can't remember who like what the restaurant was though. Hmm. What do you watch, Daniel? Um, I'm kind of the same way. I have a lot of like old comfort shows. So as far as like old comfort shows, I like Scrubs, One Tree Hill, Boy Meets World, Friends. Um, I don't watch a lot of like stop it no I'm not laughing at that I'm just like if I I'm gonna tell you guys what my comfort show is and it's just like (laughs) so vast and And, like newer things that I've kind of been watching I'm watching Only Murders in the Building on Hulu oh is that Um, good yeah I like it Uh, by Leslie Gomez um Vanderpump Rules I started watching that Mm. I've been watched that all this year but But I watch a lot of like just like there's like YouTube like true crime or a couple like a couple podcasts oh, yeah. I like I, as I've gotten older I'm more into like the real stuff rather than like fiction stuff and then I turned on my TV for the first time in like months the other day and like Judge Faith like old seasons of Judge Faith so I've just like been having that go on divorce court, divorce court. Oh. we used to sit oh. together and watch divorce court so I was eating cookies, cookies and watching Judge Faith <laughs> we um no my comfort show and this has been my comfort show since I was like probably like nine or ten is lockup and it's where MSNBC is on MSNBC. They went inside a. It's like oh, a real thing. Yeah. It's like a documentary. Went inside of prisons. Yeah, and it was on like at late at night or like it was always on all day Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and I would just watch it and I would like, YouTube it now and like watch it again and again. that's. I see clips show. of that on my TikTok. <laughs> like, literally, my TikTok is full like, of like I like clips Friends from, like, and Gilmore Girls. I was like, I want to go inside of a prison. <laughs> no, I love like Law and Order, NCIS, like yeah. all of those. Those, but they just aren't really on a lot of the things yeah. streaming things uh my favorite one of all those is criminal minds yeah i, I watched it for like a while that. like it's really funny because criminal minds will give me nightmares but i can watch like real serial killer documentaries and be fine yeah i'm the same way i prefer watching like the real stuff i don't know what is something you're <clears throat> thankful for i am thankful for a husband who works so hard and then when he comes home he Treats me like I had the, like, I worked harder. I genuinely think you do. <laughs> well, I feel bad for, like, I, he has been working, like, 16-hour days out in the heat during this heat wave. Yeah. And he wanted to go out to eat, and I've... I remember this conversation. I, like, I was jealous. Because yeah. I was like, I want to go out to eat. And, like, it was, like, a whole money thing. But, like, I was, like, I went off on him. And I was just literally just jealous. <laughs> so I literally, like, we hung up, and I was like... Don't you hate when, like, you get mad about something and then you realize you were in the wrong? I literally was, like, so mad at myself. I was like, I'm so sorry. Like, I was jealous. Please go out to eat. And he's like, we're not going now because nobody else is going. And I was like, I feel bad. So, I'm, like, planning something for him when he comes home. But, like, he literally treats me like I, like, he, I just feel bad. Like, he literally gets up every day, goes to work for three weeks straight. And, like, anytime I complain, I'm like... I feel ungrateful. I don't know. At least he doesn't make you, me feel bad at all. At least he clocks out. You don't. <laughs> That's true. Okay, now what's an unserious one? What's something like really oh, unserious that you're thankful for? Iced coffee. <laughs> you hear my? I, yeah. I don't think this will pick it up. I think we've got that down. Like any sort of coffee, actually. But like that's Iced like coffee. I'm so grateful to have coffee. 
It makes me feel more alive sometimes. Because I wake up feeling like a zombie. No matter how much sleep I get, I still, I like to wake up so tired. It's your cortisol level. Yeah. We should do like a whole study on that episode. and Like, that'd be so fun. I'll write it down. Um, Val is too stressed out to function. Yeah. That's actually my diagnosis as not a doctor. Yeah. (laughs) I'm literally surviving off of like fumes all the time. Um, my serious thankful for is, like, obviously, like, my support system. Like, I just had, like, this killer support system. I talk about it all the time, and I'll never shut up about it. My unserious thing that I am thankful for is the fact that when Ryan needed new cologne, they were doing ten times the points on Ulta, and so I bought a new perfume at the same time, and I got 3,000 points. <laughs> wow. Because of that, which is $175 of Ulta money. Nice. And now I have $192 with the Ulta cash that I have to spend by the end of next month. And I'm real thankful for that, because that's going to be so fun. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> what are you thankful for, Danielle? Pepper. My pepper. <laughs> I'm serious. It's um, not serious and unserious. No, that's very serious. Um, yeah, except I just saw this thing that said, if you were to like die and your your, your pets were locked in your house, a cat would eat you. Listen, your dog might you, would wait as long as it could. If you and Allie were locked in together with no access to food and one of them died, you would eat him too. That's it's it has what they do with them. Well, pets, saying, like, the, they don't have access to food. Well, I mean, like the cat would immediately eat you. The dog would wait until it, like had nothing else. So cats, are hungry. Died, hey, cats think... are hungry a lot faster. They're littler. They don't have as much pet storage. <laughs> I think if I died, Pepper would just pass away. As yeah, well. she'd, like, be like, oh, she'd be like, I'm not living like she this. She is like so codependent. It's crazy. Her and Pepper are a lot like Samson. Knight. It's oh. like. It is wild. She's very clingy. Um, I'm serious. I love chocolate <laughs> sweets. Yes. Mm. Oh, my phone keeps going dark and I have to look up the next one. We're not in school, so that... Favorite. Projects you're currently working on. Mm. Are you working on anyone specific right now? I mean, in terms of, like, the podcast, like, just in topic... Well, I mean, like, some topics that we're going to be doing eventually, like, research on, like, diet culture, postpartum depression, and anxiety. And cortisol. Like and now cortisol levels. So that would be... My, like, I'm working on stuff at home to try to, like, fix up our house a little bit nicer because, I mean, part of it's, like, I'd really like it to be nice while we live there, but we kind of want to move, so I need to fix it up to sell. But we're, like, starting with, like, painting and stuff like that. And I'm getting, like, the preschool stuff ready for, like, to start, so that's just it, basically. I always have 37 projects going on with their house. My, like, project definitely is, like, my social media stuff and, like, getting consistent and being able to work on it. And you guys are going to get so sick of me saying that. <laughs> but that's definitely, like, my biggest project. Obviously, the podcast stuff, but that seems easier to me. Like, the research for that seems easier. Oh, yeah. Is there any project you're currently working on? Me, some house stuff. Just, like, certain areas of my apartment that I'm trying to, like, clean that I've been, like, putting off for a while. I've been, like, trying to declutter, get rid of things so that I can have space for new things. So that's growing and changing. It's literally been me for, like, seven years. So just, that's me for, like, the last... I'm just trying to clear stuff out before I bring in new stuff. Yeah, right. <laughs> like I have bags in my car I need to take to various places and try to get rid of. It's just in the back. I need to get rid of that. But it just feels like such a task. I actually finally did that. I took, like, six bags of stuff to the uh, Red Racks or whatever mm. to donate. And I feel so much better yeah, about it now. It does. It just makes you feel better getting rid of it. We're going to skip 21 because we have a catch-up every single week to talk about what's <laughs> Right? <laughs> Part three. <laughs> so 22 is what to do to be in a studying mood. Now, we don't study. So, like, what is something new to get into a productive mood? Music. Music. If I want to clean my house, like I did right before I came over here because I dropped the kids off earlier, I blare the music. 
I literally, the moment I turn it on, I don't stop. Like, I just keep doing all these things. If I don't have music on, I'm literally just, like, so unmotivated. So music is definitely something to get me going. Obviously, that was, like, cleaning, but, like, for anything, really. I'm a timer person. So, like, often I can, oh, I'll do it for 10 minutes. Mm -hmm. Like, I can tidy up my entire house. Like, not just, like, put things away, but, like, clean, tidy, clean up all the counters and everything in 35 minutes every night. But, so I'm a timer person. I'll set an hour timer. What I can get done, I can get done. Usually I've gotten so much done that I'm like, oh, it's only going to be 10 more minutes. I'll finish it. But I am such a timer person. Like, I need to do this. I'm going to commit 30 minutes to this. And that's, like, how I, like, that's kind of, like, my productivity hack. Yeah. Danielle? Kind of the same, kind of the same concept, but like on weekends, like I try to make Saturday or Sunday a part of that, like my laundry day or like I'll do this part of my apartment and the next I'll do this part of my apartment. I try to like dedicate my time to that. So that I feel like I'm getting like, so it feels less overwhelming with everything I need to do and I'm just doing it like knowing that one day a week I'll set aside time for that. I think yeah. that helps. I've been trying to implement like a Sunday reset. Because oh, it's so much nice. At least, I mean, it lasts for about 30 minutes on Monday. <laughs> but it's really nice to, like, wake up and not have to do anything on Monday morning. That's, like, I, that's, like, I mean, it used to be called the close-down routine. Yeah. Like, for days, it's, like, kind of like a daily reset, daily close-down. I do that. It, mine was always on Saturday because when Ryan worked nights, he w- was off Friday night but worked Saturday night. So Sunday I couldn't clean because he was sleeping all day. Oh, he was, like, yeah. so tired. So mine used to always be Saturdays and I still do most of that stuff then. A way to relax. Ooh, I've got, like, I love taking a bath. Like, bath salts, all that stuff. Um, Reading, music, or going for a walk when it's not 100 degrees outside. I love going for a walk. I literally call it lizard time, and Ryan and I have been joking about it because it's been overcast the last two days. I go and sit in the sun like Mm. a little lizard, and I get my energy, (laughs) and it's my little lizard time. What's your waist or like? Mine's a bubble bath, and I've recently started, like, turning the light off and having a nice candle. So I've been buying oh. candles, and it is, like, and different, a bath at your house. different energy. It just, it even, it just, it's even more relaxing. I have one of those trays for, like, a wine glass and a candle. I want one so bad I just told Alan, so hopefully Mine doesn't, I, my bathtub doesn't have two ledges. Oh. So make sure your bathtub can actually hold a tray. Yeah, like, mine can't. Like, yeah, I think my most, friend tried to give me one and it didn't work. Most bathtub, most bathtubs can't. Ryan has, like, figured out a way for me to like, set side up for me. So is it just supposed to be for those, like, tubs that are in the middle of the floor? I think so. That's yes, lame. No. We're too poor for that. <laughs> <laughs> Tips for skincare. <laughs> this is what I was waiting for. Literally put, ask Ashley. <laughs> uh, keep it simple. Um... There are products that you should, like, if you are trying to, like, be economic, economical, budget about your skincare routine, go cheap on your cleanser, spend more on your serums. Mm. You can go in between on your moisturizer, but cheap on your cleanser. Um, don't try to, I'm not a 10, 20, 30 step routine kind of person, which is probably kind of shocking if you've heard my oral care routine. But yeah, simple. Simple is better. Test things out for 30 days before you decide if they work for you or don't. And I do think there's some value in more expensive products. Not everything, but some. What are your skincare tips? Um, Lotion on your feet with fuzzy socks. Yes. After you take like a bath at least once a week. But I'm telling you, They're it makes so your soft. feet so soft. 
I do like a foot mask once every few months, and I haven't even had to do one in like six months because my feet are just been soft. I'm getting to where we I used to, do one. to plan and do the ones like where all your feet, like your skin peels off to get like oh. her and I would do that, and then we compare it throughout the next yeah, week. I need to do one, it doesn't, oh. but it like it like takes off that hard layer and oh, it makes yeah. your feet so It doesn't soft. hurt or anything. No, cringy. It's like I don't oddly know why. satisfying. Okay, wait, real quick. Do you guys sleep with socks on? Yes. I usually oh, kick, I kick mine off. I'll put wait. socks on. Tapes her mouth, wears socks to bed. Red flag. It's so cold. <laughs> I'm like such a cold person, that's why. I, I literally have to make it cold. Like, I have to have my fans on, like two fans. Plus so does Ryan, and so that's why I. I sleep with socks on. So do I. I usually kick mine have your off. blanket. <laughs> the blanket's not uh, enough. I just, I don't know. I can't sleep in pants either, no matter the season. Like, at all. Not even leggings. Oh, yeah, I usually don't. I'll usually take pants off if I go sleep with them. I'm a sure in socks kind of person. Well, I always have to wear shorts, though. I don't know no. what why I'm like this. I have to wear... So, no, I was when like, I lived alone stuff, and, and like, controlled the temperature, I would probably... I'd sleep, like, naked or, like, a brown underwear because it could be as comfortable as I wanted. Travel bucket list. <laughs> I didn't answer anything because I was like, I knew you weren't going to have I have Yeah, I don't, I don't support bucket lists. I've always wanted to visit New York. I have no idea why because I will not go in an elevator above 12 floors. Yeah. You also won't get on a plane. Yeah, I won't get on a plane. And you know what driving in New York is like? I don't either, but... get in a cab. I don't know. (laughs) But when you, like, drive to the outskirts, leave your car there, then hop in a cab? No. We're flying. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Let's see. Where else do I want to go? It's funny, though. I have a lot of places I want to go that you have to get to by plane, like um, Switzerland. I'd love to see it. Oh, yeah. That'd be so pretty. place. Um... I don't know. Canada. <laughs> oh, there's We're this place called Banff passports. in Canada, which is like, ugh. There's probably, it'd be easier for me to list places I don't want to go. All right. Like, Alabama. <laughs> <laughs> Why? I don't know. Delaware? <laughs> Del- <laughs> no, I'm sure Delaware has something to offer. No interest in going to, uh, I don't know, Iowa. I want to go to Des Moines, so. You've yeah. never been there? No, yeah. Oh. I just saw this video for like a, it's like an abandoned train track and you're in this like cart thing and it's like in Iowa. I was like, how weird is, but it, the video was like so pretty and I was like, I don't know how, but it is. <laughs> Wait, where's your travel bucket list? Do you have one? Uh, just places I'd like to go to in theory, Ireland, oh, yeah. um, You fit Italy. in so well. Uh, I, it's, so well. It's, I would if I would. Am I like the hair. weirdest person that like Paris is not on my bucket list? I've been there. Yeah, cool. Didn't you study abroad there? For like a week. I was there for like a week in okay. college. But yeah, it's, works. it was, I was like culture shock. I so is for, it like worth it to go there or no? Um, so yeah, I would like to go back because I was like 21. I was having major culture shock. I was with just a couple people from college. I'd like to go back with like a group of people. Mm-hmm. Um, but I was like for two days, like get me back because it's like, they don't speak English. The meetings aren't English. Like you're in their territory, yeah. and it was like extremely overwhelming. But even just being there after a few days, I feel like I was already picking up on what things meant. So I see how you can go there and learn so much because you just hear a lot of the same things. So I yeah. just was starting to understand. But it was really pretty. I have really great pictures. Um, got to see the Eiffel Tower. So see, I want to go there cool. just to lose some weight because <laughs> they you eat really well there compared to here. And like, again, that's I, all I, I, I really think like you need to do a lot of research in the cortisol things and the stuff like that. Cause like, I do think that's like a huge part of your problem. Just like based off like what I know about it and like what you told me your problems are. Yeah. Um, we don't, we're not in school, so we're not going to do 26. What is holding you back? My anxiety. hundred percent. It affects literally every single thing. 
So I don't know. She's like, pin, like is, is it just overall or like, is there a certain thought you find like constantly reoccurring or? No, like, like I was just telling Alan, there's not a single thing that I don't worry about or like don't, can't, don't have like negative thoughts about. Yeah. It could be like the tiniest thing, but like it, there's just so many things I don't do that I feel like if I had control over my anxiety, I would be able to do. Like somebody invited us to go do something and I was like, I don't take the kids by myself. When I definitely could, I just, like, I worry about all the things that could happen. I have, like, plans for no matter what, like, if something could happen, I always have a plan. Which is good in a way, but, like, to the extent of where I won't do something just because I'm worried about all those things. So something I found, like, when I was, like, first starting to recognize, like, my anxiety and stuff is when I would recognize I wouldn't do things because of it. Like, I wouldn't Mm -hmm. go places because I had to park in a parking garage or stuff like that. I would intentionally then force myself to do them because feeding into the anxiety saying, well, I'm too, or like, or like, you know, my husband at the time, my ex-husband would, oh, well, we won't park there then. That feeds into the anxiety and then it just grows it. It's, Mm -hmm. it like solidifies it. So that's like something that like I did. For me, what holds, what's holding me back, I hate to say this, how far I've come. If I just stopped and I just wrote out life where we're at now, I would be content. I would live a good, decent life. So would Ryan, but we're not those kind of people. We want more. But that fear of uncertainty of like risking what we do know is good and like happy and contentful for the uncertainty, that tends to hold me back for like a lot bigger of things. Yeah. What, do you, what do you find holds you back, Danielle? Me, I'm scared of change. I've been scared of change my entire life, um, doing something different when I'm used to doing something a certain way and being good at it. But, um, I found that anytime I have made changes, I think we've all made a lot of changes over the last few years, especially post-COVID. I've never regretted it. I felt better having done it. And so I know when I do it, there really isn't ever a regret because you're going to learn something either way. But it's still, the process of doing it is nerve-wracking. And it's probably partially anxiety because I also suffer from anxiety. Yeah. So it's just scary. Just this, be is, this whole room is just anxious. <laughs> I started an anxiety pill yesterday, actually. Uh, so Which one? Do you know? Certainly. Oh, Which is no. like, I think like like a knockoff of something, like Zoloft or something, I don't know. But. I See, that's... Oh. Well, Butrin. That's like what's wild to me, because like, I'll have anxiety about all these things. I love change. I, I love, love change too. like taking risks and stuff. Like, Alan wants to switch jobs. He literally did. And he was gone for like a month. Literally, I could move tomorrow and be like totally happy. Like, yeah. just packing everything up. Like, I love change in that form. But little inconveniences are not my thing. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Best book genre? Mystery. Love it. Any, like, crime-solving book? Love it. I'd rather read than watch the, like, document... Documentaries, whatever. Yeah. So, mystery for sure. Mine are memoirs. Mm. Danielle? I'm also saying, like, mystery, and, like, I haven't... Like, I haven't read a lot over the years, but this year I made it a point to read more, so I did, I've read probably, like, ten books this year, and a lot of the ones I've read were, like, murder mystery mm-hmm. type books, and so they were, those were really fun to read. Yeah. I enjoy that. But I'm still, I feel like I'm still kind of learning what I like, since I, I haven't read a lot since high school, and, like, as an adult, mm-hmm. trying to figure it out still. I was always into those, like, romance movies, like Nicholas Sparks, when I was growing up, and then I found, like, what, James Patterson, stuff like that. Oh. My mom <laughs> loved James Patterson. Yes. What is your best quality? I want I put compassion. Like I feel like it's like it's like good and bad cuz like I feel so deeply and so I literally like if someone's going through something I feel it in myself. And so like I can I feel like it helps me better understand and and comfort, but also 
I care too much sometimes, and that kind of gets in the way. So I think it's a good quality to have. Maybe not to the extent that I have it. <laughs> I, think, I think most good qualities have, like, a downside. For me, mine would definitely have to be, like, my drive. Like, the way at li- which I pursue things yeah. for success. Danielle, what's your responsibility? I would say, like, I feel like I'm really empathetic, but, like, sometimes to a fault yeah. where it's, like, I'm sorry that you hurt me. Like, you know? <laughs> yes. Like, you know, like, actual words Danielle said to someone. That is not okay, but I like that I can... Because I, I, again, I feel like, especially in the world right now, like, people are, like, way less empathetic and compassionate than ever. And so I, I like am, that I like that with the right people, you know, it, yeah. with the right people. I'm know? compassionate, empathetic, but I feel like I'm a lot less than especially you two because, like, I look at things so logically. So, like, except for it's really funny. That's actually, like, something Ryan and I talk about all the time. Ryan will look at our problems logically and I can't. And so, like, it's really funny because he's like, you're like that with everyone else, but here you're a crazy person so because you're because he's there to do it for you like 100 percent. lighten it back up with what are your september favorites like i said before like corn mazes family fun parks the leaves changing one of my favorite things if it does in september i don't know if it really yeah, I think starts. They, do. they start too yeah and of course our wedding anniversary is in september and your kid's birthday Aww. yeah that's my instinct was cassie's birthday is the second Trevor's birthday, which is my little brother's, the 12th, and Theodore was born on the 23rd. What are your September favorites? I'd say it's the beginning of fall, and that's my favorite season. So. We love, we love fall. Yeah, Well, that was our, those were the 30 questions with us skipping over the ones we don't like, because that's what we do here. Yeah. Um, and we hope you guys enjoyed this, like, intro into September bonus episode with us. Let us know if this is something you'd like us to keep doing. As always, rate and review on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, wherever you get them. Um, send us some DMs on Instagram, like, comment, follow us there. We're super interactive with it. Um, and thank you for joining us because at the end of the day, aren't we all self-misguided? I mean, come on, I like pumpkin spice and apparently I'm the only one in this room, <laughs> so who's wrong here? <laughs>